Hi, everyone. Welcome to Metaphysical. In our last episode, we talked about the occult things happening in Switzerland, home to the World Economic Forum and CERN. Well, in part two today, remote viewer John Vivanco will be sharing the data he learned about the ritual that supposedly happened in front of CERN's Shiva statue. Plus, we'll talk about CERN's experiments, the financial side of Switzerland, and so much more. So join John and me, investigative researcher Rob Counts, for a show that's out of this world. John, what's up? Hola, senor. How are you? Doing well. I feel like I've upgraded from the um, from the Swiss greeting you gave me last episode, which was more like "allo." Something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm a man of many languages. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I see that. Um, and 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 so I, uh, you know, you guys. It, Definitely go back and watch the last episode if you didn't. We we went on some tangents that I think you'll find really interesting. And, and who knows what today's episode holds for you. Um, but a couple of things stand out that we want to talk about. And one is these, these 400 or 375,000 plus bunkers that they've made in Switzerland. Yeah. And, and, and what for? I mean, what what's going on with these things? I mean, here here's some footage of of these bunkers and these tunnels that they've been digging. Now, is this nuclear Holocaust stuff or is this to protect something else? Yeah, this is fascinating. Actually, this this video is is a really, really great video because this guy goes out and just explores them, finds them. He's like, he takes these drones and just takes them up the sides of mountains and literally a sheer cliff walls, you've got a uh, you got one of these sticking out of it. You've got a cannon sticking out of it. Um, you've got these, these holes where people shoot from just coming out of the side of a mountain. And so they built these bunkers everywhere, full, huge facilities in the Alps, in the mountains, um, to protect the valleys, uh, down below because the valleys they assumed would be where, you know, on at least on the public level, would be where the militaries from other countries would pass. See, look, this is sticking out of a cliff there. Wow. Um, and it's just absolutely incredible, the engineering that's gone in. Think about the Swiss watch it engineering, but turned into tunneling through all their mountains. I mean, incredible. But that's an incredible amount of money to do all of that. So, right. How right. much? I mean, I don't even know how much that would have been. Like trillions, billions, trillions. Well, I mean, and then on top of it, so on top of it, after um, World War II and the Cold War started, the Swiss government started to subsidize people to build bunkers in their homes. So now, nearly everybody in Switzerland has got a bunker. But like, why? Like we don't have bunkers over here. Why do they have bunkers in Switzerland? It's weird. Yeah. Why? Why? Personal bunkers. Literally, everybody's got a personal bunker under their home. It's strange, right? I mean, this is... Well, it doesn't necessarily help them avoid more conspiracy theorists coming after them. It, it doesn't. <laughs> because... It really doesn't. You're like I waving mean, a red flag. For yeah, it's like the whole thing is like, so, okay, that's the, right. mm, that's the eugenic holocaust that everybody's talking right. about and uh, at least everyone in switzerland and all the world leaders in switzerland are going to be protected or will go there for that like what i don't understand you know yeah i mean well think about it okay so 
you've got the the topic the topical level of why we built the bunkers right the topical level of all the bunkers over 370,000 bunkers throughout uh, Switzerland and the topical level is that we wanted to protect Switzerland so we could remain neutral and and scare anybody away from you know coming into our country and that's an interesting idea concept but that's just the public side well, and it's never happened no one's ever Absolutely. entered switzerland and they never would have anyway is my right. so why do this you know that's a good question i mean think about what's going on today with the world economic forum think about the un being there think yes. about cern being there it's it's if you think of switzerland you kind of can think about it as the capital of the new world order you know, you know, thank you for going there because yeah. it really, again, it's like if you want to avoid people making conspiracy theories about you, don't do things that propagate it. Right. <laughs> it's so it's bizarre, right? Like we've got Geneva, Switzerland, the UN, this 2030 agenda they have to 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 change the world. The World Economic Forum, by large pushing this agenda and forcing that upon corporations. And then you've got, you know, the the finance, the sheer finance in Switzerland and the fact that they've managed to stay neutral. Uh, some strange like neutrality that they have where they've never gotten involved in anything and yet have huge amount of troops to protect Switzerland. Right. And, 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 and every military age male has a, a gun in their home because which, they're yeah, which which the Israelis get criticized for. And yet everyone there doesn't. But it's the same. Right. Right. They have exactly. more guns than almost anywhere else percentage wise. And it has a it also does have a low crime rate there. That is true. Right. Well, so what's going on at the World Economic Forum? Any um, any. Happy news? No, <laughs> no. Switzerland really is the center. What seems like, you know, the center for forward political progressive thinking. Uh, the UN and, and, and the WEF are there along with a bunch of other organizations and their, their fortress of science is there as well, at least on the surface, which is CERN. Right. And, you know, in the last episode, we were talking about this Gotthard um, uh, tunnel and this strange ceremony that headed up the opening of the Gotthard tunnel. And now, like we've got CERN and CERN actually had a very similar um, opening ceremony. And now, John, you've done some remote viewing on this opening ceremony. And what 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 happened? What did you get? That's the Gotthard tunnel. Uh, That's the opening. tunnel. No, we were we were looking at the um, we looked at at one point, there's this one there was this one video that kind of went viral and it was it was a person who was uh, filming. There it is, supposedly kind of in hiding these people dressed in black shrouds doing something like a ceremony. Now, that's the Shiva statue in, at, at CERN. It's a yes. public area, right? Um, and so the person is filming them, 
And it looks like almost like there's going to be a sacrifice going on. You can see a woman there in a white shirt next to one of the black hooded figures. And so, so at a certain point, the, the, the person who's filming has to run out because, you know, they kind of realize, oh, hey, this is a sacrifice. You know, I might be next. So we had remote viewed that. Literally, this was a troll. This was literally a troll. It was. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was people who work there messing around because these people they they're very aware of the conspiracy theories that are going on uh, surrounding where they're Sorry. working. They're very very aware of that, and they watch that and they think it's funny because you know they don't think anything weird's going on there. So they just set this up as a little uh, a little a little thing for the internet to get people worked up. It was a troll. And, and I think this happens a lot. I think this happens a lot when you get to some of this stuff um, where they create these diversions that people get focused on. So here's the thing. If you saw something like that online and you're a researcher, you're maybe you're just starting out, you, you will focus on it because it is sensational. It's very sensational. When you find other more, it will keep you from finding more other uh, deeper, relevant, uh, important information. So it keeps you like chasing your tail, these types of things in general. Now that thing, that, that's like psychological operations, but that particular thing was literally like just people who work there being ridiculous and just right. wanting to mess with conspiracy theorists in general. You know, and, you know, from, from their standpoint, when you look at that Shiva statue, and I know the Shiva statue there really turns a lot of heads, uh, you know, what's the symbolism of it, right? You know, people people get concerned about that, that Shiva statue. Concerned about that? I see uh, what you did there, John. That was sorry. bad. Not concerned about that. Yeah, no, it's... That's awful. That, that Shiva statue was actually... Um, that's been part of physics for a while. The idea of, of the dance of, of the universe is like Shiva dancing. And that came out of uh, the book, The Tao of Physics in 1973. So physicists like that metaphor for their work, their study. So that's why they have the Shiva statue there. Um, so the, the statue know. though also is considered like the God is considered the God of destruction. So the God of creation and destruction. Yeah. Why did the original physicist use that as an example in the first place when we know science has been used to basically beat people for a really long time? It's like a right. bat. Exactly. So, yeah. so I'm not, I'm not saying yes or no. Like one is okay. Well, that's maybe. the physicist standpoint. So from yeah. the physicist standpoint, they've all read the Tao of physics because that is like the book. It's that classic. It's a classic. So they, you know, so they're like, well, it makes perfect sense to have a Shiva statue here. It's, it's, it's innocent, right? That's their perspective on it. But the symbology, the symbolism goes much deeper than that. Destruction of worlds. I mean, you're talking about Switzerland too, where they've been digging into mountains, trying to find the underworld for a very long time now. <laughs> well, in CERN's logo alone, right. why, like... You know, people are saying this is the particle accelerator, but why are there three sixes? Very, very obvious sixes here. Well, here's the thing, you know. Why would you do that? 
that for for it's so weird. It, you know, they 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 put these things in plain sight, and then when when we are accused of reading too much into things, I mean, they've got an out, and they always have an out. But they're it's still following that that idea that you've got to tell people what you're doing before you do it. You know, and if anybody points it out, they say, "What is wrong with you? That's just the 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 way the particles move in the super collider." But it is it like people don't realize i think at large that symbolism is huge symbols have power and there are those that realize it right so when i look at a symbol look if you've erroneously made your logo a, a, like a pyramid with a spiral in it i'm gonna freak out right <laughs> Like, like you may have been innocent about it, but I'm going to freak out. I'm going to go, you know, I just, so I don't know, right or wrong. You got to pay attention to the symbols that you use ultimately, I think. Yeah, I think I do. I agree. And I think that, I think this is another reason why modern art is so weird is because it's, it's literally dumbed people down into not paying attention to what they're looking at. Right. That that an abstract image means nothing and you shouldn't take anything from it. And you're superstitious if if you think anything of it. But it's like, no, actually, there there should be a meaning behind everything that's done. And if there is meaning behind everything that's done, what does that thing mean that you're looking at? It needs to mean something. Right. Exactly. And so, you know, I believe like humans minds have kind of gone into disarray over the modern art. movement and the modern art movement has paved the way for so many strange i think criminal a- activities going on right. you know like uh, art man art being used the potential for art being used for money laundering is massive an right. art piece that is like a banana taped to a wall going for $250,000 or something like that like okay so it, are we cleaning money here right <laughs> You know, we can't say that that's definitely the case, but we'd also be pretty unintelligent not to assume that there's parties interested in, uh, excuse me, $120,000 for that banana tape to the wall. That's Um, ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and Art Basel in Miami is where a lot of this stuff goes down. And it's like, you know, also in Florida and, and in Houston, we have like large amounts of human trafficking going on. Right. And, and, and it's like if. Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids, and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. Mysterious Japan is produced, written, and translated by recognized Japan expert Dr. Heath Avey. Season 1 relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's the mysteriousjapan.com.
you know, I just think f following the money is a very important thing. And isn't it convenient that art can just be used for so many different things? I mean, and if you look at who was behind buying all of these modern art pieces at the very beginning of the modern art movement, we come across these same names that keep coming up in history that I don't even want to repeat here because it's annoying. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, it, and so, um, so yeah. And, and I think, you know, the, the, the crazy thing is I don't even think CERN coming back to it is the only gigantic Hadron Collider. No, I think that there are more black ops Hadron Colliders that are much larger and probably much more dangerous. But CERN is the one that we know about and lots and lots of money is being funneled into CERN to study what, to find what, a God particle that can do what? Destroy humanity by creating a black hole? I don't know what you're trying to find there. Right, right, right. Exactly. Are, why is that so important that mankind finds a particle that small when they're starving people, when Africa is as screwed up as it is, when you have the CCP running amok all over the planet, spreading their ideals, spying on everyone, surveilling everything, giving people TikTok? I mean, the list goes on. Well, I mean, because they're trying to open a portal to another world, to another you, universe. So you do believe that this that that Switzerland is ultimately being used for that, like both historically I, I so. and now. I mean, I mean, look at the theme here. Look at the theme. I don't think okay. So all the bunkers, like what I was saying before, I think that's the that's where the public exists. Well, they're bunkers. They're for protection, right? But during World War II, the reason my idea, the reason why Switzer, Switzerland was neutral was, was, well, we do know that the Nazis were storing tons of stuff in Switzerland. Switzerland was, was in a sense, their bank, right? All the material wealth is in vaults, went into vaults in Switzerland from many countries and many people, power and control. And think about Switzerland and think about the chessboard that the banking elite created for World War II. Well, they got to have a place where, because they know that this war is going to go crazy and get out of hand. And they want to have a place, a neutral place where material wealth can be stored, theirs and countries' material wealth. So, so Switzerland was that place, ultimately. So that's like the next level down. And that's, that, that's why the Nazis never went into Switzerland, because they couldn't, because Hitler was part of that chessboard, right? Was put in place in that chessboard, just like the United States was, and Europe was, or Britain, Great Britain, doesn't matter, Japan as well. Chess pieces moving around, right? Keep Switzerland in a place that holds all the wealth. That is our new capital for the new world order. Think about it, like that is where we were gonna set up. Don't destroy Switzerland, right? Don't destroy it. This is where we are. And, and so even beyond that, you go beyond that, thematically, it's like, what's so interesting about the collider, the super collider, and the idea of, of a portal to another world? When you get to mountains, when you get to mountains and all that natural energy, if we, we've seen this with remote viewing, there are portals to other worlds. There are portals to other worlds that exist in highly energetic zones in mountains. I mean, could, could, could part of their tunneling, their digging 
B, to find these, these entrances and exits to other realms. All throughout history, we've had the idea of these portals to hell. You know, people, you know, the castle. Um, Husak Hus, Castle, I think it is. H Hoska Castle. Hoska Castle. Right, you've got you've got Jupiter's uh, Jupiter's doorway. I think that's in Turkey. You know where it's it goes to another realm. It's always going into a mountain or going into rock in the ground. Right, always or under always. a volcano or whatever. Or under a volcano. Right. So so there's a like a weird correlation there in my mind. But you know, I could be stretching. I could be be um, stretching too far with this, but. But I think that there is something to it. I literally think there's something to it. And so, I don't know. John, yeah. I found a, I found, okay, now I want to give a disclaimer here. Like there's a lot of people who, who feel like this is not accurate and that, you know, a lot of people trying to debunk this, but I'm just for conversation purposes, I'm going to pull up a video right now. I'm going to let you watch it. And I want to, I want to see your reaction to this. Is it possible that the Bible actually reveals the location where Satan lives? Check this out. In Revelation chapter 2, verse 13, Jesus said, I know where you dwell. It's where Satan's throne is. And he said it's the same city that St. Antipas was martyred in. So we just have to find out what that city is. Well, some researchers tell us that St. Antipas was martyred under the reign of Nero in a city called Lyon, or today, Geneva, Switzerland. But wait till you find out what's been happening in Geneva, Switzerland. Geneva is the home of an organization called CERN, whose logo just happens to be three sixes. CERN actually has a device that shoots particles at each other, attempting to split between the natural and the supernatural realm. Geneva is also the home to some primary bases for the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization. And they also have this big, ugly statue of the god Shiva, who's known as the Destroyer. Click the link in my comments for the full story. So again, like there's a lot of different people who study the Bible, who, uh, you know, they differ in opinion. Some people actually think that this throne could be in Turkey or, or whatever, but I still think it's an interesting theory. And I kind of want to hear your reaction to that. That was crazy. That was really interesting. So, yeah. so basically that's really what it says in the Bible. That's for real. I mean, I haven't, I have not checked that. I've well, we would have to do some corroborate like of some of these facts, like where the saint was, was actually killed. And, and, you know, some of these things, I think those are, those are important ways of tracking. I, I see some remote viewing taskings around that specifically. That's I'm I glad see. I've inspired that out of you, John. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find the portal. to hell. <laughs> Where where is where's Satan's throne, John? I think we need to task that. By the way, why don't you tell everyone at home what remote viewing is in case they don't know? Well, it's it remote viewing is about finding Satan's throne, guys. It's, it's <laughs> about that. <laughs> the only reason it was created is so that we could find out weird things that you cannot see with your human eyes or hear with your human ears. Exactly. Gathering what's called non-local information, right? Yeah, that's what it is. It is non-local information. Uh, in other words, things that aren't in front of you. And we use a team of remote viewers to, to look at this and then compare data between their questions. And they don't ever know what they're looking at. You know, they're blind to what they're looking at. They just go through a methodology that they're trained in. 
Yeah. They're blind. You give them a number and then they come back and say, why did you make me remote view Satan's throne? Exactly. Now, now I have, now I am possessed. Sorry about that. Remote <laughs> well now, and to be fair, you know, um, I, I personally believe that a lot of the stuff that's in revelations in the Bible, some of these things may be more um, metaphorical and, and by metaphorical, I don't mean that they don't exist. I, I just mean that potentially it happens in another dimension in an adjacent dimension and they're translating potentially visions that, that have been had. And, and to us, that sounds like something random or vague, but it's, it may, may be very specific. And it's also, right. it's also possible that humans aren't allowed to know very directly these things that we are supposed to figure them out. And I mean, there's all kinds of, answers to that but you know we're, yeah. we're just hypothesizing here right exactly exactly but but back to that video okay so so geneva switzerland is supposed to be according to what this guy said is supposed to be the throne of satan right that is that is wild okay so i've got to look this up i've got to find out more about it and and do some research on it to see if, see what can be done with remote viewing around that in general um yeah and like you said there there are other claims uh yeah. where there are what you know thrones of satan or but you know if you if you think about it being here's the weird part too like in another episode we went into this where you have a, a gate to hell you have a doorway to hell and it, and and it appeared from the stories, like people are just standing around this hole going, oh, gosh, look at that. Look at oh, St. Patrick's uh, purgatory you're talking about, probably. Right, right, yeah. exactly. You know, and they're like pointing at it. But to me, these things seem like they're in another world, in another dimension. Um, so so I don't quite understand that part. But the, the super collider makes more sense to me, right? So so here's the thing. Maybe, maybe like in the digging the tunnels in the Alps in Switzerland, they're, they're looking for that portal to hell, right? So they can like make a little hole and look down in it. Then they realize, wait, no, this is dimensional. We need to build a, a super collider here because that's gonna open us up a doorway, not these tunnels we're digging. And then you look at that one ceremony that they did for the darn tunnel going through the Alps. And it was literally all like Baphomet, right? I mean, it was like literally well, like a, a satanic ritual. It's like, well, it's so weird, man. And what, what's super weird is like, yeah, okay, maybe you're trolling everyone, but then right. you've still got like the Denver airport creating that, that new gargoyle that tells everyone it's the, it's the base of the Illuminati. Okay. Now right. what's strange is like, I get it. Like wait, you're, no, you you're gotta look at that. Like, wait, at the Denver airport, they're telling you that this is the base of the Illuminati. Yes, because of the crazy flash that says the Illuminati headquarters or something. Yes, Denver airport's talking gargoyle spooks travelers. Now, if you look down, and I and I kind of quote here, he says, "Welcome to the uh, welcome to the Illuminati base or something." No way! Hey, look, look, welcome to that Illuminati headquarters. I mean Denver International Airport. Now, no what, now, if you look, if you actually do a little bit of research and look into the Denver International Airport, you find a lot of really strange things. First is the paintings that are on the walls, which seem to tell of some strange future dystopian situation that comes up. You know, you've got like 
guys that look like they're Nazi military dudes with gas masks on. I mean, who knows? Like lines of people lining up for something just bizarre. Well, that's, stuff. That's, for, that's for, um, you know, um, what do you call it? The VAX? Here, look, <clears> at this, <throat> look at this. There, like he's stabbing the dog. Stuff. <clears throat> yeah, this is like bio warfare. Um, and, and you know, like. everybody, this is what's strange is you do a lot of research and you find out that originally the, the rainbow was the, was the sign for Lucifer, for right? Lucifer, right. Yeah. So, so now you've got like, I mean, that's, that's strange enough. So these are, these are painted at the Denver International Airport. And if you look into the Denver International Airport, the amount of money it took to build the Denver International Airport, how deep they dug and what is going like, no one knows what's happening underneath that airport. There is right. massive amounts of digging that were done above that airport. No one knows what's happening below it, but there is massive amounts of space below that airport right. for something. Right. And, right. and I think the, you know, these strange paintings, you've got that. And then you've got like, so, if it is doing something bizarre, may not be the Illuminati headquarters, but if they're doing something bizarre, you know, you you're playing into this like conspiracy theory trap here where it's like everyone will make fun of you almost because they're playing with the idea a little. But right. then we don't actually know what's happening there. We don't. Right. It's exactly. like it's like expecting there to be that many missing children at Disney World. Right. <laughs> Like there's so many missing children, so many children go missing at Disney World and, you know, it's Disney World. Like your children are supposed to right. go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty messed up. Pretty scary. But here's the thing, too. It's like they make these murals, all this symbology, and people fall down that rabbit hole with it. They shouldn't be making these murals with all that symbology then. They just shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. If you don't want us to talk about the conspiracy theories, don't propagate it with with the murals. And, and then so how is that whole mural uh, complex? Because there's a lot of them explained. Oh, no, we didn't mean that. We didn't mean that. I like, don't like they have a why not paint like beautiful flowered fields. Not just that. But in the middle of the, you'll be walking through the Denver International Airport. I know because I've been there a few times. I've like had to, to catch a connecting flight. You're walking through and there will be the strangest. I don't know what to call it. Assyrian slash Mesopotamian sacrificial. I don't know what to call it. Like architecture all of a sudden in the middle with an altar and stuff or something that could appear or you could construe as an altar. It's in the middle of the airport hanging out and you're just like, what's right. that doing here? Right. What does that have to do with an airport? Right. right. Or Denver. Yeah. That's strange. Yeah, that's weird. That's but really weird. my point is with all of this is like the, I don't, it's this strange double standard thing that they have going on where it's like, Hey, we are doing this stuff here. So let's make fun of the stuff we're doing right. with a whole ceremony to get all these people talking so we can make fun of them and everyone will stop looking here. Right. right. Is that, is that what's going on? It seems to me that that's what's going on now. It seems to me that's what's going on now. I don't think it happened as much in the past, but now, I mean, things have really blown up on the, people researching conspiracy theory side because a lot of people's eyes are being opened up right now. 
So, so I think so that there's like gaslighting. Yeah, yeah. There to the gaslighting. I mean, it's become so apparent since Trump came. So apparent. Yeah. And I think tons of people were woken up. Tons and tons, especially when the <clears throat> media started to go after their idea of what fake news is. And that really, you know, turned people ultimately. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we're in a messed up situation. John, do you think that those bunkers that we were looking at earlier in the episode related to hiding wealth? That's what I think. I mean, protecting, hiding the wealth and protecting it. That's what I think. Putting all those guns everywhere. If you look at some of these valleys where it's just mountain lion valleys, there's like gun turrets everywhere like that you can only access through all this tunnel system in the mountains. And they just stick out of the side of a sheer cliff wall. And then in the little farmhouses around the um, uh, mountains in the valleys are fake farmhouses with doors that open up and big guns come out. What? Yeah, literally. Like you can go to Switzerland and go to that region and walk right up to them and investigate them and look at them. There are big fake rocks with guns underneath them. Massive big fake rocks with guns on them. So that stuff is everywhere there. It's not just underground bunkers. They've set that whole area up as a, uh, anybody comes near here. because It's a fortress. We've got all this it's a fortress. The Alps are a map. That's, that's a Ramu Muru. That's in, in, in Peru. <laughs> what, what happened here? <laughs> I don't I'm, I'm asking Lindsay what. Oh, because they think it's a Stargate door. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that is a Stargate door, actually. It is. It, that literally is. We've remote viewed that. She, she said, no one's taken a photo of the Switzerland one. So this is what we're getting. <laughs> that's hilarious. Nice. That's, that's awesome. And then there's that, of course. We're just falling back on old stuff. Yeah. Great scene. Um, yeah, so so I, think, I think all the wealth is there, was there, and is there. I mean, think about like... Man, think about treasure hunting in that place. That's what I want to do. Go treasure hunting in the Alps. Maybe, maybe Switzerland is a place we need to go at some point. Yeah. Well, hey, what was that one mountain? I think it's in Austria. It wasn't in Switzerland, was it? Where where people have lost time, disappeared. Um, you were telling me about it. There's a mountain. I think it's in the Alps where it's a... I think there's a portal to another time. There's all sorts of stories about it. You told it's, me about it a couple of years ago. It's slipping my mind. What is it? Is it Untermountain? Untermountain, maybe? Something like that? Right. Is remember. that in Switzerland? No. Okay. I think that. I think that's in Germany. Okay. We're going to look it up. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So in these regions, you have portals to other worlds. You literally do. It's, it's not a stretch at all to think that that is on their minds, right, in general, in, in digging these tunnels. And then because of the legends surrounding it. And who knows what types of portals to other realms well, legends are there. I mean, let's look I at mean, it this way. In the Bible, you've got the portal to another, to Satan's throne, like in, in Geneva. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, also one thing to point out is like man has constantly at every stage of its development searched for immortality. 
right. without exception. And the only difference between the past where they were trying to use more magical means and today is that they're science and they're trying to use scientific means. And, right. and what I'm talking about is transhumanism. So the right. idea that also humans would be looking for a portal somewhere is not a far stretch of the imagination. It's not because we're, we're still trying to achieve immortality through different, different ways. Right. And so here it is, Untersberg Mountain. This is where I think a lot of the, of the time slips in the mountains. Right. Were. It's in the Alps. Yeah. And yeah, and that's the Alps. And, and, you know, there, and it's not just the, the, it's not just the Alps that have strange things around the mountains. Every range of mountains has strange stories revolved around them, whether yeah. it be haunting some strange protections, portals. I mean, yeah, we've gone into Mount Adams before. So yeah, all of exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. well, that's, yeah, very interesting. I think um, it's probably time to start wrapping up this show. Um, now, if you all are watching, the only real place you're going to be able to watch the entire episode is rise.tv because we got into yeah. some crazy stuff a little bit earlier. That's going to have to be edited out for, some of these platforms um, we will we'll just get censored if we try to put it up there. So if and if you're, you are listening on another platform, head over to Rise. Head over to Rise.tv. Um, you can support our work over there. It's it's nine ninety nine a month and um, and you'll be able to watch the whole episode. There's a lot of I mean, 500 videos on all kinds of awesome stuff. Edge of Wonder, the whole thing. And uh, John has also got a show on uh, Rise.tv called Chronicles of a Psychic Spy. And that show is fire it's awesome and um yeah metaphysical is sort of a handshake that we have going on between between john and and all of his awesome stuff and um and and our research over there um so definitely check us out and uh yeah awesome episodes the first episode went into so many fun tangents i love this show it's so fun yeah, to just it's sit good. back and talk about this stuff and um i hope you all at home enjoyed this as much as we did and um yeah, John, did you have anything to add before we sign off here? No, I don't even remember our outro phrase, so. It's be vigilant, stay curious. And I think we're going to have to change that sometime because I feel like I ate a lot of soy after I read that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. John, I love you, man. Have a good one. And I'll see you guys soon for the next episode. Uh, we never know what we're going to cover next week, but we do a lot of talking during the week to figure that out. So stay tuned.